A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And it's you guys so see everyone. <laughs> well, I can't see everyone, but I can see you, Shelby. Yeah. And <laughs> it's okay. good to see you. It's you awesome. too, coming off of your um your romantic sunny vacation. I know, Cancun. It was nice. It was just we just went for a few days. It was more of like a trip than a vacation. Yeah. Because it was like only two or three days, which I know is like not what everyone can do. I like some people don't get that time, but we have we have not taken any time off. And I'm sure so many people can relate since yeah. like before <laughs> COVID. So we've, you know, work has been crazy. My life has been crazy. As you know, we've been trying to juggle like when are we yeah. going to, to um, you know, when are we going to record? But good news and bad news. Good news is I'm taking a, vac- a longer vacation in October. Oh, good. Going to um, <laughs> Italy in germany so bad news is that's two weeks so two weeks of no swiftish people have done that so far but i know they don't want to but maybe we can record yeah. like a pre-recorded like 30 minute episode of us just diving into a song instead of like really talking about any news because we will be behind on the news yeah yeah but- <laughs> that's a good point we can get like some of the songs we don't want to bother with out of the way yeah <laughs> really just or quick. or we can do like um a lineup of like all of our favorite track five songs or i mm-hmm. think you had i think you had thrown out um an idea a, a month ago and i don't remember what it was but i thought it was great i'll have to look through my text so maybe we can just do a special episode where we don't take down a song we just like do another one of our like lineups yeah oh, whatever works we did the tour have we done a cd have we like put like the best of taylor cd together or did we just do like the oh. tour or is that the same Wait, we didn't do a tour one. Oh, I thought that we was my like idea, I think. I said oh, okay. we should plan. <laughs> You're like, yes. I've already written in my head. It must have recorded. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the idea, I think, is that we should put together a set list of our dream Taylor which, Swift tour. Which really lines up with <laughs> with one of Taylor's TikToks this week, which got a lot of fans just kind of like wondering, is Taylor planning a tour sometime soon? Because her TikTok, she was like... It was like her being like, I really enjoyed, you know, making music and pandemic and then, but she misses, you know, being, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes all I think about is you. Sometimes she just thinks about us being in the crowd and screaming your name. So what are what are your thoughts? Because Leah, my friend Leah, our friend Leah, um, she texted me and she was like, is she going to go on tour soon? (laughs) Do you think she was just making a TikTok or do you think that's her really like telling us she's planning it? I mean, I think... I think it was just a TikTok, but I also think that it's feasible that she's at a point where she's like, yeah, let's do live music again. Like more and more artists are figuring out ways to do it. Um, A lot of states have vaccine mandates that make it possible to do it. Mm. Um, So, but I don't think it was a clue that like looking at her TikTok, I think she just wanted to share videos of her cats. Like I think that is what inspired it. She's like, I have all these cute videos of my weird cats. How am I going to share these? Let's I know. Because, like, even ones that, like, and they're not all recent videos because there was one of, like, yeah. Benjamin Buttons when he was a kitten and she was, like, asking him if he wanted to be Lion King or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. It was only, like, five seconds and I was like, wait, is that the whole thing? Yeah. Like, like, what is that? That's it. I That's think. That's all. I don't think it's hidden messages. I think she was just 
there's a trend with the song and she was like let's do a tiktok like mm-hmm. we both got i got a tiktok at the beginning of quarantine and it, mm-hmm. it made me inspired to do different tiktoks and i think the similar things happening with her yeah She's in quarantine now because when we yeah. were in quarantine, she was busy writing music. Yeah. And now she's like re-recording now music. Now she's in Belvis board and just oh. like, how, what can I do to pass I, the time? You know, I saw the Belfast and I saw those photos of fans and it was, yes. you know, obviously she didn't go to the Met Gala. She didn't show up mm-hmm. in like, you know, her. She didn't go to the VMAs. Yeah. She yeah. didn't go to the VMAs either. She didn't win anything at the VMAs either because fans were super upset justin bieber got was a pop star of the year art sorry i don't know what it is i i sound like i'm gonna cry but i'm not it's like you're like she oh. deserves that she more deserved than justin. <laughs> <laughs> but so justin bieber got that and everyone was like why isn't she there and one she didn't win an award and two yeah. she was in belfast and she was supporting mm-hmm. joe because he's he's wrapping up it, is it a film or is it a series conversations with TV. friends yeah i think it's a limited series i did too it's and like an article i read said film but it was oh. not accurate because i read another <laughs> article that said series and i was like i don't know that's that's confirmation bias and we're going with it <laughs> yes so i'm and then like she went into she went to dinner at a pub and people were like oh my gosh that's taylor and then she went to a bar and, at like, a sat- pub we are taking pictures <laughs> with the fans. I'm sorry. I keep on thinking about Publi all the time. Uh, like that was our last episode, but I've been thinking like, how can we like, how can I get Shelby a Christmas T-shirt that says Publi, just yeah, Publi, and it'll Publi. be an inside joke, and no one will know. Yeah, it'll be my first tattoo, like right on the rib cage here. Oh just- yeah, <laughs> that's gonna look so good. Let's okay. I'll, let's do a GoFundMe. Yeah. Let's do GoFundMe for Shelby's rib tattoo. We will. Yeah. We no, will but do it was it. really nice. She went mm-hmm. to the to the pub and she saw one of the local performers who was doing his little set. And he went. She went up to him afterwards and was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, um, she was like, "How can I follow you?" Which is so sweet. And the artist, um, I only have his last name saved from here. But, um, so I don't know. He didn't share his socials. Okay. So it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said that he shared the story about how kind she was and how he told her how she's she, he's working at a special needs school, but has been working hard on the music and is hoping to get that somewhere. And he said that she tipped him, Aww. told him how much she enjoyed the music, said, like, you deserve this, meaning her her coin and then (laughs) then told him like right now you're putting in your 10,000 hours you're confident you're gonna do great so just like a sweet pep talk from the world's biggest pop star she (laughs) stayed there the whole three hours of a set list Mm -hmm. like all three hours it wasn't like she like came in at the end of it she's she went there grabbed a drink stayed there and I was just like flabbergasted. I know what a gift. <laughs> also, I like my mind has been in like a million different other places because when I read that, she gave me a tip. I'm like, oh, I wonder what tip she gave him. Now, oh, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> she gave him money. She gave me a secret like, tip. I will not be sharing it. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's weird. She gave him one tip. Like, why not? Like, she's like, get a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
own your masters. Yeah. Look <laughs> at that contract. So now that I'm talking, like that's what this is what happens all the time. You and I, we we meet, and then everything makes sense because I <laughs> misunderstand everything. That is, I mean, maybe that could be. That could be it, but I think the no. phrase he used is she tipped him for playing. So yeah. I think she dropped, you know, that Chipotle money in his Chipotle. hands and <laughs> <laughs> he was thrilled. Um, yes. But Ed Sheeran was also talking about Taylor because he's promoting his new album. I don't so know. So, of course, Taylor's yet. in his mouth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's but promoting an album. He, sa- he said some sweet things. He said one yeah. that um, he has a favorite pub and he like tried taking someone to it i don't remember but everyone was like or a rapper or someone and everyone like noticed him and started like harassing him a little and he's like yeah we can't do that and he said it was funny because like a week ago he'd taken taylor and no one quote unquote clocked that it was her and so they were just able to have like a casual <laughs> a casual drink at this pub where no one noticed the i think because she's a white girl and blended in easier than the but, black rapper on. in Belfast. okay in i've UK, been to ireland know? I'm a yeah. half Irish. All of my, my biological family on the half side are Irish. My grandma is an immigrant from Ireland. They mm-hmm. are short. This tall, almost six foot <laughs> woman walks in who is like, the most famous second. person in the world walks in and they're just like, oh, another, another white That's girl. That's a fair point. Which, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it kind of seems like. must have been like, late in the evening. Yeah. They were a little sloshed. But it wasn't like everything like. It seemed like Taylor was able to enjoy her time in Ireland now too, even yeah. like five years versus five years ago. Yeah, which yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Ed also talked a little bit about um, like re-recording Red and whatever, and then mm-hmm. talked about how people are like, people think that because we don't post about it, we don't have this relationship. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he said that um, uh, a lot of people see this as an industry friendship but I don't feel like that it feels Uh like an industry friendship is when you're together you have to post about it it's like giving Mm -hmm. tags and like hyping people up but he said there will be times where I'll just go over to dinner with her and him and her and Joe or they'll come over to dinner with me and Sherry Um, we'll have catch-up calls for three hours where we'll talk and talk and talk but it's not like screenshots or like look who I spoke to he said, I even spoke to her yesterday. I'll probably speak to her tomorrow. We have a great friendship and it's been 10 years now. Oh, cute. Yo. <laughs> it's thriving. I think people still have like an issue with how he will post and share other artist stuff. And it's like, why yeah. aren't you posting and sharing Taylor stuff? But, well, those are the, as he described it, those are the yeah. industry friendships. They're like, oh, whatever. Maybe he's getting but money what for he it. has with Taylor, you know, he's DMing her privately. He's talking to her. He's with her at release party. He's like, wow, yeah. this album's great. Yeah. Is what I imagine. <laughs> yeah. He's helping her with like her music or with life. He doesn't need to help her with her industry because she yeah. doesn't need it. <laughs> she's, she's doing fine. She's doing fine. We haven't even talked about. Uh, I He's breezed over this. But um, speaking of TikTok, speaking of how she's in control of her narrative now, um, <laughs> she decided. And I'd be curious to know the mental space uh, mm-hmm. because Wildest Dreams was first teased. Wildest Long Dreams Taylor's ago. version was first teased in like April with the horse movie. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Jake. Um, <laughs> and then everyone thought 1989 was coming, but then she randomly announced Red was here. I mean, hold so on. it kind of makes sense that it was Red, though, because it was 
a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, so you're we right. Really, that was the Easter egg. We, we missed, missed that right there. It wasn't Wildest Dreams because <laughs> she's basically saying to Jake Gyllenhaal, just say you remember me. Oh, you know, this is our last yes. kiss. Say you remember me. Like, so now hmm. it all makes sense in my head. <laughs> We the missed Easter it. Egg was there all along. Um, but this week, uh, there'd been sort of this trending TikTok like challenge um, using Wildest Dreams where mostly girls would celebrate the idea of the female gaze in media. And so it would be like mm-hmm. a clip of like a really, it, usually like sort of a tongue in cheek, like sexual awakening moment, like the Mr. Darcy, like shaking his hand off after he touched uh, Elizabeth Bennett or um, George of the Jungle looking mighty fine post shower and then it would cut (laughs) to the girl and it's like a slow zoom as they're like shocked and awed by this moment in cinema okay (laughs) really great love I can give you one I can give you one for me but I haven't posted it have you ever watched (laughs) the outsiders no Okay, there is the outsiders it's really good I think you'd like it way back when Um, yeah I think it was right I think I read yeah So Rob Lowe, I was like 11 years old. Rob Lowe, like Rob Lowe, like teenage Rob Lowe in the shower. It's a PG movie, so like you don't see anything. But in the shower and you see him come off, come out, wrapping his towel around his waist. Mm, And he was looking mighty fine, (laughs) topless. And I remember like rewinding it like two times. Like, And my mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, look. I was like 12. I probably was 12. I was I like, love that. I had to be that. 12. And I was just like in awe of like his You're chest. Like, Meet and me in the afterglow. I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he was just beautiful. And Tom Cruise was in that movie, but that's when he had like that big gap. But Rob Lowe, yeah. even now, Rob Lowe, even Wildest now. Dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Do you have but one? Anyways. Do you have one? Yeah, like, I did the one of Ella Enchanted. Um, um, which is Hugh Dan- Hugh Hugh Dancy. Okay. Um Ella Enchanted is the Anne Hathaway movie. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Dancy takes his shirt off because he got cut in a sword fight and she helps heal oh. she helps wrap up the wound. Oh yes. And it, it really spoke to me as a young <laughs> tween. How old? Because um, I was like twelve. I don't know when it you? came out. Okay. I was probably older. Okay. I had a very, very stunted like uh growth I mean, <laughs> in that department at least i mean i didn't have any like it wasn't like a sexual awakening i was yeah. obsessed with boys all the time i was like he's beautiful <laughs> it wasn't like i was like never mind let's just you know who really did it for me is who? brendan fraser and the mummy i i could just <laughs> this explains so much no he's so <laughs> he's so beautiful just like the white shirt and like the oh everything about it really? in that movie he's just like Mm, you know okay. he has like his leather like tool belt type uh-huh. thing not like holster i mean but mm-hmm. he also has like his rope it's like i still watch that movie and love it and okay. also in that movie is um who? rachel weiss who's who also hello sexual awakening she is, <laughs> even now she's gorgeous like when she was in scarlet wedge yes. oh my gosh yes. okay really random we'll get back on topic okay. and you're gonna think this is the weirdest thing because i thought like oh Brendan fraser like he was okay. Like I was like a little shocked by that, but like he's good looking. This is gonna shock you. Have you ever seen Silicon Valley? <laughs> I've seen like a couple episodes. Okay, this is gonna really shock you because Lance was like, "This guy, really, this guy." <laughs> the the uh, the guy who owns the house who has like the curly long hair. Oh, like the bro, like the kind of comedic guy. 
yeah yes him yeah, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. like sexual awakening at like 30 years old i was like i don't know what it is about him and his attitude <laughs> like, like seymour uh, william seymour hoffman kind of did the same thing like not gorgeous or like jaw dropping i'm gonna like drooling over you just something about how the, the, their personalities and how they act really dropped me to them so i want to look it up to make sure i'm thinking of the right guy he has a like, curly hair um it, he's it's not tj miller nothing to brag about but like yes i don't know why but yes yeah i don't want to tell you the truth about his real life because i don't, don't want to ruin it for you <laughs> well like i don't think about him at night it's just when i was yeah. watching the show i was like oh my gosh he's probably like, oh, cute <laughs> he's pro- not cute just like his the personality he, he the, the acting i was right, like right, oh. right. yeah he's probably a douchebag and probably a scumbag and I don't think about him at night. It's just <laughs> That's fine. In that moment. <laughs> I hear you. Um, Taylor saw these and didn't think, what can I do? She thought, yes. how dare they use my non-Taylor's version? Yes. And she announced today that she's like, hey, saw this trending on TikTok. Here it is if you want to use it. And then released the full song to everyone else. Yeah. Um which morning, is right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this morning. Which just makes me... 99 percent sure that 1989 was supposed to be a summer release and it was supposed to come out but something must have happened not like shady or bad yeah. but just like production delays or she couldn't get a certain feature artist Kendrick to Lamar get up couldn't there. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so I think something just like made her say oh well let's just put it off and I'll redirect people's attention to red um yeah. but I think most of the album must be you know sitting pretty uh do we have us for now a single for red right now no that yeah as soon as i saw that come out i was like i am very confused because we don't have a single for red i i you know yeah. sometimes i miss things or forget about things in my own you know my geriatric age and i like <laughs> looked at, at like everything on my itunes and i was like there's not a taylor's version of red out like oh, any no. singles so it's so interesting that she released wildest dreams just like on a whim i'm like okay i think it was a hundred percent because she knew someone yeah. was getting that coin and it wasn't her yeah, Which she, I, mm. I'm not judging. Oh, I do respect. People get, do you, does TikTok give coins to the sound? Like, is that? I guess I don't know the machinations okay. of that. Well, she, she just wanted her, uh, she wanted I guess the idea, the better yeah. Version. Yeah. Okay. And that it's like, it, it's making the song more popular again, right? Like yeah. Addison Ray used uh, it. And yeah. so millions of people saw it. And then millions of people probably went and listened to the full, you know, like. I listened to it over and over again. Back to back, yeah. though, <laughs> with the original one. Because I wanted to see, like, how the production was different, what I liked better. And I think I yeah, like this version a lot better. I oh, think, I like interesting. Yes, What's the differences that work for you? It's a little bit like Wildest Dreams taylor's non-version you know the 19 the, the one back in the day it the, her voice is a little far back because it's more mm-hmm. like oh you know just it's more like a dream whispery this one mm. you can hear her you she's more in your ears than mm. at the beginning and throughout it the, i mean there's not huge differences but i think that i like the production value of this better also it's not like fearless where you could hear that that twang of you know a lot of people like the original one because it's more that country twang this one is more like pop so just taylor it's like 2.0 i like this one better which what about you i wasn't able to like really notice a difference except actually in the clip she posted on tiktok because there was like more of a reverb in the original which like Mm -hmm. makes the tiktok work because it has that like 
And like, you maybe know, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's what I was thinking of too, a better <laughs> word. But, um, but what's interesting is that this was originally produced by Max Martin and Shellback, mm-hmm. but now it was produced by Taylor Swift and Shellback and Max Martin did not participate. Huh. I'm not sure why or if there's any drama or if it was just a timing or, you know, spatial situation. Mm-hmm. But um, it was also aided by a vocal engineer, Christopher Rowe, who I think works with Shellback. Um, okay. So it's not like a total, it's not the same team she had, okay. um, which I think doesn't necessarily make a difference because she's trying to get them as close to the original as yeah. possible. So they already have all the, like the blueprint there. Her but, heartbeat though, do you think that's a new heartbeat? It must be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, I thought I, mean, I wasn't trying to like push anything on Taylor, like any like yeah, get yeah. pregnant on Taylor or anything <laughs> like that. So don't think this. But, you know, since I've been going through my fertility and everything, I thought I was like, oh, my gosh, it would have been so cute if she was pregnant and she used like the heartbeat of like <laughs> the ultrasound. I was like, that'd be so cute. But that was only because I was in my hormones and in my feels during that. It also just yeah. doesn't line up with the song. It, it would, it would be change really the weird. pace, right? It would be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> heartbeats are so fast. It'd be remix. She can do ba, 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 remix. Yeah, <laughs> the Elvira Wildest Dreams cover is coming soon. Uh, yeah, we're weird. I'm weird. I'm weird. Well, one. she posted a TikTok about it that was like, "Oh, when you are supposed to be, what does it say? You set a date in November with Red, but then someone mentions 1989, mm. and so she has like her very old school like 1989 look." Which I'm just like, is she just at the ready for these photo ops at any given time? Or are some of these like pre-recorded? Okay, because got- looking at this background, I would say it doesn't give me Ireland vibes as much as California vibes. Hold on, you have to take my, my sound off that because now I'm looking. Did she just post it? Yeah, like a couple, like an hour ago or something, okay. two hours ago. All right, so I didn't see that. I'm just going to look at it without... But yeah, I don't think it was like a secret. I think it was more just she saw an opportunity. She had that song done and she was like, well, let's let's just give it to the people. They're clearly yeah. having a renaissance with this song. Like, let's do it. Um, I, totally I don't think it's like out. a purposeful bait and switch. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I'm sure a red single is coming. But again, this freaking album isn't coming out until freaking like mid-November. So I know. Ah, uh, we've got time. <laughs> How can she look so perfect? If this wasn't prompto, I'm like, she looks perfect all the time. I know. I need she her dermatologist great. and her skincare routine, please. <laughs> but um, but the other news, and then we can move on. Yes. Okay. I love but news. Rolling Stone re-released re- their list of top 500 songs in the history of everything Um, they'd done it in 2004 but this was like a fresh update like a complete a complete renewal where they had what they said they convened a poll of more than 250 people in the industry whether that's musicians writers producers um journalists critics and then they were asked to rank their top 50 songs again of all time and I then they, they tabulated. did this a long time ago. I thought not a long they time ago, like albums. a year ago. Oh. oh, they did the albums of like the decade or the last hundred okay. years or something, which I guess would be the whole music. And <laughs> I don't know if like <laughs> classic music is making this cut now that I say it a lot. But um, they did that. They released their top five hundred of songs. It's a mess. It's all over the place. Like honestly, I don't understand the rankings and whatever. But Taylor Swift features twice. Do you uh-huh. have a guess on what songs? 
Ooh, all too well. Okay. And oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe one from her two new albums, but I can't. I can't pick. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> new albums are not making the cut. It's too. It's the history okay. of the world. The history. Okay. Um. Um. It's, it's too you fresh. belong with me or. Oh, you're love story. Re- you're going to know it. No. Okay. It what was it? it was all too well. Okay. Ranking at 69. So. Okay. Oop, 69. Nice. Perfect. For um, and then Blank Space. Blank was, Space. Really? Mm-hmm. That's really? like one of her most respected I love, songs. Well, no, I love Blank Space. I love Blank Space. But I thought it would be like one of her earlier hits just because you were like, come on, come on. Which I like Blank Space. It's Blank part, Space is I like, like it. Almost. It's like eight years old seven years that's old. true it's been that's a while true. It's i like, like i know albums ago no shame no hate like <laughs> space because i love that it song. was ranked number 357 so a little bit further okay. down the pipeline but okay um still a pretty impressive feat and honestly yeah. um i mean i didn't look too closely at the rest of them i it's cool. a long list <laughs> do you know what number one was I didn't even bother looking at that. It took me so long to find Taylor Swift's name on this list. Okay, just Control F. Well, I know, but Rolling Stones does it where like only there's like only fifty pa- fifty names oh. on each page, and then you have to go to the next Boo. page. Okay, yeah, it's a whole that's thing. Too much. So too I didn't. Much. I didn't even remember to look at the top one. I should have. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now because I'll regret it. I'm just like, I want to see the taste of of the people. I know. I'm so curious to know, like, who know. said what and whatnot. Um, was she voting? Aretha Franklin's respect. Okay, I, I've got to okay. respect that. It's a uh, good. Yeah, song. me too. I was like, I know I'm not gonna throw that out of bed. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Um, what did not make the cut is uh, Afterglow. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> My what a shame. I, what a, a shame. shocker. What a random. Yeah. What a random <laughs> song for you to just throw out of the mix, Shelby. Afterglow. Yeah. Well, Bring us back to Lover. I know. I know. Taylor Swift said, we're talking about Red. Let's talk about 1989. And we were like, well, hold the phone. Let's take it to Lover. Um, because it's, it's, it's giving shuffle... me a real um, idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, not going to be a good reel, but a real idea. <laughs> R-E-E-L. Not is it is it dirty, Ashley? Is oh, it's this no. an infirmature? <laughs> it is not dirty. It's just her TikTok that she posts. You <laughs> when someone talks about red in 1989, but you're oh, still yeah, a lover. Yeah, yeah. No, not dirty. Not dirty. You're like, I, I have glad. a trend for Afterglow. <laughs> I like, I'm idea. glad that you think that, though. <laughs> Maybe I, I shouldn't know where be. your mind is going with this well, song. Well, hold on. Okay. okay. Randomly, side note. So for those who don't know, I'm in Utah right now um, visiting some family and we're in Lance's sister's bedroom. And <laughs> this it's not dirty, but when I first walked in, um, she has this yoga contraption where she like, stretches <laughs> out her body. But when I first walked in, this is what I saw because she's staying with her chinchilla because she has, <laughs> this is what I saw. Oh, right yeah. That is a... And I was like, you, I was like, is it a sex swing? <laughs> but I knew it wasn't. But you guys, it's like, um, 
It has like multi like aerial, yeah, multi purpose. Like an aerial <laughs> yoga thing where she just you know stretches out for her her health. But my mind went to sex swing. <laughs> yeah, it like room. flips upside down, right? I think my <laughs> yeah, mom it does. had one of those. Yeah, but it's pretty. It has like all those uh, ropes. So <laughs> it does you know. seem pretty. <laughs> suspect but suspect, but you know maybe this is what taylor does in the afterglow i don't know before we get into all that let's take a moment spare a minute for our new sponsor um i don't know about you but i absolutely love painting my nails and yet i'm so terribly bad at it um whether it's the paint chipping getting old, gunky, not going on smooth, or the fact that I have an unsteady hand that means messy nail beds and smudges all day, every day. It was a vicious cycle. And then suddenly I discovered Olive and June. Their Manny system is the answer to salon perfect nails, all from the comfort of your own home. This polish lasts seven plus days, chip free. And with their Manny system, each at-home manicure comes to just about $2 a pop, which compared to the $40 I was spending on a gel manicure at the salon, this is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you like painting your nails, if you're bad at painting your nails, if you're even curious about painting your nails, then Olive and June is the perfect system to check out. It comes with all the tools you need in one box, from a file to a buffer to a detail brush and a magic polish remover pot. Um... It's a dream come true. Plus, you get six polishes with each kit. You get to customize which colors, choose from their curated selection. Plus, they have a patented brush handle called the Poppy that makes it easy to paint with both of your hands. So treat yourself. Take that at-home self-care moment. And just for our favorite listeners, we're giving you 20% off your first Manny system when you use the promo code SWIFTISH. Go to oliveandjune.com, pick your Manny kit and colors, and use SWIFTISH for 20% off. We're done with expensive manicures. That is so 2020. So head on over to Olive in June and see what the hype is about because we promise that you'll love it. But I'm excited to get into this song. Um, yeah, we did the shuffle. We're going back to Lover. Um, track 15, Afterglow. Um, this is one she wrote and produced with Louis Bell and Frank Dukes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one I liked at the beginning and probably lost interest in pretty quickly mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we talk a lot about how lover could have been better if she if she'd had the you know it takes a lot of courage to cut songs when there's when they're still better than a lot of songs out there but they're not as good mm-hmm. as other songs on the album mm-hmm. um no disrespect to afterglow but i think this is one i could have sacrificed in the name of <laughs> in the name of lover <laughs> i like i I understand why she kept it on there because it seems like a really personal song with with her and her her relationship with Joe and struggling with like her past demons. So I understand why mentally she put it on there. It wasn't a bad song, like you said. I liked it at first, but it kind of it wasn't something that I was listening to over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It it's like about- I really enjoy the production. Um, yeah. I I think even sitting down to analyze these lyrics, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I <laughs> my mean, favorite thing about this song what is absolute favorite thing what? is the way people talk about it where they're like omg taylor admits she was a problem <laughs> and it's like whoa for the second time in her history taylor has something to say mm. that sounds like i'm sorry and i just i love that i love that in a discography of 170 plus songs people are just 
itching for one where she says, I'm sorry. And, you know, like I think Washington Post said, um, how did they phrase it? Uh, They said, almost 10 years after she released Back to December, the first time she apologized in a song for the way she treated someone, she's back with (laughs) Afterglow. I mean, I love me a salty queen. I'm a stubborn person, too. I I hate saying I'm sorry, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. My husband really struggles with that. Well, I sent this to Lance like when it came out. Um, yeah. When I was listening to it, I was like, "This is." I was like, "This song is to you," because I'm always <laughs> like nagging him for something or getting in a fight with him for something. And like probably like nine times out of ten, I'm the one who's making the fight. I'm the reason for the fight because he's just so even kill. He's like, "No, oh, okay, okay." Like I was like, like yeah. "Here you go." It's like this is for you. And for, yeah. this is my song to you. <laughs> I love to imagine that it's just like Joe was like, can you load the dishwasher a little differently? And she's like, how dare you say that to me? Storms out. And then she writes this and he's like, whoa, I literally forgot that happened. Yeah. Yep. He's like, that was from that. I know because I kept on thinking like, what do they fight about? Like, I'm sure maybe at the beginning of the relationship, it was more like, should I even be here? Like, I'm going to leave. But like now it's like, who cleans up after Benjamin when he like has an accident? Like I'm just thinking like who like you said unloads a dishwasher or things that I fight about. Who picks up the dog poop? I'm like you know just like silly little things that I'm like get mad at him. Yeah, and yeah. she's just feeling it all and processing it all. And I think, um, like you said, yeah, it's a nice sentiment, but I do feel like she does a better job of exploring the nuance and sign of kind of depth of like who she is. Mm-hmm. in the archer which does this a lot better yeah. where it's not like a direct apology and it's not like about a specific fight but it's more like wow this is this is a personality trait i struggle with and i'm trying to yeah. figure out and learn to live with and thrive with um yeah. and thanks for waiting through it with me whereas this is like you know it's an idea it's a it's a story driven song and I just Mm -hmm. think in comparison to so many stronger tracks on an album like Lover it's easy to get lost in the pack yeah it is one thing that song kind of reminds me of is I think it was is it stay 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 when like she's talking her and a guy has have a fight and she's expecting him to leave and he doesn't leave he just comes in with like a helmet on his head it kind (laughs) of reminds me of that a little bit because throughout this whole song you kind of get that feeling that like Taylor's realizing that maybe in the past she self-sabotaged her relationships, that maybe she blew things out of proportion and she just kind of like, I mean, I do this with friendships. I do this with like relationships in the past. Like I've been here. You kind of like, you have a fight and you're like, okay, we're done. And it's, and then, and if the person isn't like, oh no, we're, we're, we're okay. Let's talk. If the other person just is like on the equal page, like fine, I'm not talking to you. You're not talking to me. I'm stubborn, whatever. Yeah. Like it kind of like puts me in that mindset of, She's yes. like looking back and being like, okay, I, I, I left, I left the scene for a reason to focus on myself, to see like, you know, to really look at myself and figure myself out. And now she's like, okay, maybe I was self-sabotaging. Maybe in the past yeah. things happened because of how I reacted. And now she's like, okay, I love you. I want to, I want to do this. So I need to take some blame. Yes, I absolutely love the idea of angering fans by calling after the glow the stay, stay, stay of love. No, no, I mean, that's not what I mean. I'm just like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It, it is like it's a more she's recognizing the pattern and kind of taking yeah. uh, uh, blame for it, um, accountability for it. I mean, um, 
but yeah, no, I do catch that vibe where it is like she's in her feels and she is processing that. And this time mm-hmm. at least she's saying like, wow, maybe I was a little too, a little mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> um, also worthy of noting, Camila Cabello said this was her favorite track on Lover. Oh, Rich. that's right. <laughs> and they even did like, she did like a lot of, um, oh, well, a, a lot of people thought, you know, Afterglow, Camila Cabello, her and Sean Mendez. Probably very spicy over there. <laughs> I mean, we see how spicy they are. They probably have like fights and then they like have like afterglow. Are sex. they spicy? Is that the word we're using for them? They spicy. feel like mayonnaise to me. It's I like mean, just the way that they're always like making well, I haven't seen them in public recently, but always making out and just all over each other. I'm like, oh Yeah, they're a lot. Just- spicy for I, yeah if mayonnaise in, yeah <laughs> camila cabello's taste is in question after everything she did in cinderella so i have not re- watched that but Don't. my brother-in-law told me he attempted to watch it and couldn't finish it but then i it's saw people so bad, say they liked but... it uh, I, <laughs> i've seen people on instagram who were like i like this so much i'm like okay my kids and i watched it we loved it maybe for kids oh okay that's did that's penny like the... it I'm not introducing Penny to that. <laughs> I do not need her to think that is good. Um, it's really funny. There's some really watch wild the brandy one. on TikTok. There's, yeah. Really? Yeah, we'll be watching Ever After. Um, yes. That's our household. Um, yes. But yeah, no. Anyways, let's get into this song. <laughs> so many tangents. I'm just, like, we haven't seen each other for two weeks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're reading, um, so bless you. So I'm going to read this. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse one. I blew things out of proportion. Now you're blue. Put you in jail for something you didn't do. I pinned your hands behind your back. Thought I had reason to attack, but no. <laughs> the wink. <laughs> the wink. They're yeah. using this little sex thing that my sister-in-law has in her red bedroom. <laughs> She's like, oh, man, sorry. Uh, you didn't use your... <laughs> anyways um (laughs) i think um you know she's setting the scene like you said she's Mm. saying she's saying straight up like oh wow this is my bad um i started a fight and now you're sad about it um it was over something that really didn't you didn't do anything about and i trapped you by being a do you i don't want to use anti-feminist terms but um i was over the top of my reaction and you had mm-hmm. no way to get out of that because anything you said would I would use against you in a court yeah. of law um <laughs> and she's like I thought I had reason to attack but no and her voice kind of goes up a little and it kind of feels like it's sort of like <laughs> sorry <laughs> like yeah. I was wrong um no yeah and you know you know if he's anything like Lance like Lance gets sad when I get like when I get mad at him whether it was my fault and then I apologize, and he's like, "Babe, babe, okay." Like, I've, it's like, no, yeah. I like. I think Joe's probably like so chill. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. blue. He got sad because she threw blue, blue blew everything out of proportion. If Lance blew everything out of proportion, I would be pissed off. I'm like, no, that <laughs> yeah, is not how like- it is. Yeah. So like to see that like she's blowing this whole thing out of proportion, and he's sad about it. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because yeah. I would be mad, and then we would break up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, 
<laughs> the Taylor Swift of it all. Because um, she goes into her pre-chorus chorus. Um, fighting with a true love is boxing with no gloves. Chemistry till it blows up till there's no us. Why'd I have to break what I love so much? It's on your face and I'm to blame. I need to say, hey, it's all me in my head. I'm the one who burned us down. But it's not what I meant. Sorry that I hurt you. I don't want to do, I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose this with you. I need to say, hey, it's all me. Just don't go. Meet me in the afterglow. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> Makeup sex. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I like you part think of that. When meet me in the I mean, afterglow. Like, I'm trying I'm, to remember my original thought. It was like years think- ago now. <laughs> I might have just changed your mind when I told you on our PS You're Wrong over. I mean, there's definitely vibes, right? I think, um, you know, you you look up Afterglow in the dictionary and it's this idea of uh, the the like magic hour the sunset the sun's gone beneath the horizon but there's still Mm -hmm. light in the sky it's like very Mm -hmm. glowy very beautiful a lot of artists both of the musician and artiste variety have used this as a metaphor in their staff and then of course you have urban dictionary and (laughs) the idea of afterglow is much more yeah (laughs) she's been on there writing these uh uh definitions but it's like the some consider it like the visible the flush of a woman after a great time in bed Intimate, and yeah. some people think it's just like that sense of like fulfillment after a good romp and so <laughs> I think yeah like knowing Taylor Swift in her mind and at this point she hadn't been overtly sexual like unless you're reading into like what's that one about oh. the hips oh the worship at my hips um <laughs> The um, city. Oh I'm New York City, babe. Oh my gosh! Why can't we remember Simmons this? Say, I'm New York City. I still do it for you, babe. <laughs> I'm <laughs> almost to the chorus, and then I just froze. <laughs> I don't. False God. Oh, look at. <laughs> I told you I'd get there. I googled I it when it came to you. The whole, I, just I put the lyrics. The whole song. I put the lyrics down, and when I googled it, your mind googled it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, so I can see that she's still playing coy. So something like this could be an example. But it would also feel. I don't know. I don't get the vibes of this being like mm-hmm. a sex song. Yeah. And I think Taylor is. Like, whether that was a front she put on for her young group, like, even when she talks about sex now, it's more, like, I don't know, playful and sexy, whereas this feels very, like, like she's sad Mm -hmm. and she's, like, oh, please forgive me type. I I don't know. I can't totally buy into her intentionally being, like, oh, yeah, let's write a song about, like, my post-glow from (laughs) makeup sex. Maybe it's just that, you know, she's apologizing. Now they're making up however they make up or whatever. But when Mm -hmm. the afterglow of, like, oh, this is over. We're we're, the hard day's done. Like you said, the sun's setting. We can relax and just be together. Like, and that's such the, that's the great part of their relationship is that the ups and the downs they can still meet together like on the sunsets and enjoy yeah their relationship. I know I like flip and flop because I don't really get this metaphor. Yeah, if it's not about sex, but I don't really get the the like vibe that it is about mm-hmm. sex. You mm-hmm. know, 
So I'm kind of mm. like, that's why I kind of feel like the song's like half baked where I'm like, I don't know what it's trying to be. And maybe I'm just like, I'm still fighting down like prude walls. I don't know. It just, I would expect a song that's about makeup sex to feel more like sexual. Yeah, like you don't know, blame but... me or something like that. Yeah. 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 But here she's like making weird metaphors and it's all like very self-loathing and like, mm-hmm. I'm blue and I'm down and like, isn't that sad? But I don't know. Maybe that is how she feels. And then she's like healed by his <laughs> magical <laughs> disco <I>? stick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lady <laughs> Gaga. Pull, pull a metaphor <laughs> from our high school days. Um, but yeah, I, I think this pre-course is interesting because she's like, oh, fighting with the true love is boxing with no gloves. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, because mm-hmm. you'll get like hurt easier you have no protection you're you hurt yourself when you hurt someone because you you cuff up you cut up your knuckles you cut up your you know you break your thumbs it's it's bad it's bad business Mm -hmm. um so I like that it's like clever chemistry till it blows up is interesting too because usually when you talk about chemistry it's like this romantic idea of like oh we have chemistry we get along but she's saying if you push that too far if the experiment goes wrong it like blows up in your face Mm -hmm. and there's no us left Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like that sadness and that sincerity of like, why do I have to break what I love so much? And this recognition of like, oh, she hits pause and she sees how she's hurting him when she was on the defensive and she's like, oh, shoot, <laughs> I handled this wrong. <laughs> yeah. And so then the chorus is like this apology where she's like, hey, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that reaction meme where it's like, hey. <laughs> They just like, come in the me. room. They're like, sorry. Um, I just, I just struggle to feel like, like, I like the idea of it. I like the pieces, but mm-hmm. it doesn't like come together in like a really powerful yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Maybe could have been fixed a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I do love the production. Like, I think it's when this song comes on, I'm like swept up and like singing along. There's a lot of like lilts and like, yeah, like layers and stuff that are fun. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I guess we can go into verse too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she says, it's so excruciating to see you low. Just want to lift you up and not let you go. This ultraviolet morning light below tells me this love is worth the fight. Oh. Do you have what? any thoughts or? What? That's the O. Oh. Oh, that's, I thought you went, oh. I was like, what <laughs> did I miss? Did I miss something sexual? No. no. I'm just going, I just keep on going back to the thought that, like, he's so sad about this fight. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like, part of me is like, fight back. Because like, sometimes when I like, when I'm like fighting with Lance, Lance's like, okay, or he'll start <laughs> laughing at me. I mean, sometimes Lance laughs at me because he thinks it's so funny that I'm <gasps> mad about something so well, silly. He is and then not that makes getting me- an apology song. No, he's not getting any afterglow either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just like, it's just, for me, that's not how I react if someone's mad at me. I like, I put on gloves and I'm like, okay, you want to yeah. fight? Let's fight. So it's just so funny to me that he's just so sad about this fight. That's not his fault. Like, yeah. how sweet is that? <laughs> well, and it's like, you know, we have bits and pieces of their relationship where it's like there was a lot of cat and mouse for a month or two or three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, laying their cards out, playing these games. She's on her way, like all this sort of stuff. So maybe it is like a moment where she's, she's like, oh, we're not together. Like, why are you taking this so seriously type thing? Or, you know, like a moment where she got defensive, not about like 
a domestic argument, but more yeah. about capital R relationship. Yeah. And and then realize like, oh wait, I'm gonna screw this up if I keep, like you said, um yeah. self sabotaging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I did like it just it's just repetitive in its themes. Mm-hmm. And um I, I just don't love these like metaphors and the like just want to lift you up and I don't know it's kind of like simplistic and kind of basic and this ultraviolet morning light I really don't know what she's saying here did I see genius lyrics happen no <laughs> I'm no. like ultraviolet I don't know it, it's like I honestly I was trying to figure out what it could mean I honestly could I mean, that be like a part of, of part of like the afterglow she's talking about like she's talking about how she just wants to lift him up and not let him go and then like live in that beautiful afterglow it's like tell me this love is worth the fight kind of like talking about how what she hates to see what she wants how she wants to fix it and then there's that that afterglow the the beautiful perfect moment in their relationship when everything's like fixed yeah i I don't know i yeah i'm gonna go to urban dictionary see what they say might be sexual yeah if it's urban dictionary (laughs) yeah it's if anyone like genius lyrics doesn't have anything on it i'm sure if i would have read down deeper into the the reddit maybe someone would have had something to say about it but yeah i just like every definition is like the literal definition about how it's beneath violet like it's like uh, so she's saying that this this morning light tells me this love is worth it yeah well she she wants she tells she wants to lift him up and not let him go and then she talks about how this morning lights below so i don't know like maybe when you're up above it all you look down and you realize how beautiful it really is and then you're like, oh, no, this is like when you're above all the fight and you're looking at what really matters, the love's worth it. Like, look how beautiful we have. What what, beautiful, yeah. what a beautiful life we have together. Like, maybe that's what she's talking about. Okay, I'm going to look up. Okay. Reddit thinks it means it that she's just saying the morning light. So I guess she's describing the morning light being almost violet. Which I guess is a straightforward explanation we were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Never go to bed angry. So, so yeah, maybe they I guess. make up before okay, they go to okay, bed angry. Okay, okay, okay. I've got it. I've no, no, got no. it. So, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's saying, she's saying, the lyric is this ultraviolet morning light below tells me this love is worth the fight. And it's in a song called Afterglow, which is about the sunset and the light leaving and so she's saying that the morning anew makes her realize the love is worth it and that she will be with him again by the night (laughs) (laughs) I was really like (laughs) I mean that's like a very um non-poetic way of processing this in my brain in real time <laughs> the, the halfway through i'm like this is beautiful and she then you're like she will be with him in the night <laughs> love it <laughs> it's 
You guys, this is real time, folks. Yeah, I think I just got caught up in the ultraviolet description. Yeah. But I think the main point is that she's describing a sunrise where it's like almost purple. And that's Mm -hmm. just how she decided to describe it. Yep. And so, you know, it's the new day and and she's like, well... Let's talk about what's going on, (laughs) what's Mm -hmm. going down this evening. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Something's going down. So she says, yeah, (laughs) she says um, in this pre-chorus, I lived like an island punishing you with silent, went off like sirens just crying. Why do I have to break what I love so much? It's on your face. Don't walk away. I need to say. Um, hey. which, yeah, <laughs> which I think is an interesting pre-chorus. It, it obviously changes a few things, mm-hmm. gives us different metaphors. And then instead of saying, um, it's on your, it's on your face and I'm to blame. She says, it's on your face. Don't walk away. So there's action. There's forward movement in the story. Yeah. Um, I lived like an island, punished you in silence, went off like sirens. I think is a very clear, um, Greek like a metaphor where, uh-huh. you know, this like idea of sirens being these mythical creatures that brought sailors to their death, um, that were tempting, that were, um, desirable and then ultimately destructive. Mm-hmm. And so we have seen them talk about, I, I think that that's like the idea of, I lived like an Island, you know, she, she was in her own space. She, she wanted to be loved, but every time she did, she ended up destroying these things. Like she felt cursed herself to be this destructive type of siren um but then also in this sense she's saying uh i was protecting myself like it was hard to get in here like you couldn't like i was leaving you on red like you were out of my life and i was just like crying and it was loud and annoying and Mm. (laughs) hard to deal with (laughs) um and i think that's interesting is sort of that the mythical angle of that lyric um which I would have welcomed a more, I would have welcomed a more experimental song that did focus on that instead of layering on so many different metaphors and, mm-hmm. and images and like, you know, going from being a boxer to being a chemist to now being a siren. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, And so then she says, the chorus again um hey it's all me in my head i'm the one who burned us down but it's not what i meant i'm sorry that i hurt you i don't want to do i don't want to do this to you i don't want to lose i don't want to lose this with you i need to say hey it's all me just don't go meet me in the afterglow and it's like a nice sentiment like whether or not it's about sex like i think it is important to remember there are times where we have to apologize. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm so bad. It's a real drag, but yeah. we've got to do it. <laughs> um, but then we get to the bridge, unless you have other notes. on. No, no, yeah. not at all. No. Yeah. And so she says, <clears throat> tell me that you're still mine. Tell me that we'll be just fine. Even when I lose my mind, I need to say, tell me that it's not my fault. Tell me that I'm all you want. Even when I break your heart, I need to say. And I think this is interesting because the entire song up to this point is her being like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, here's what I'm offering you. Mm-hmm. But then she still can't help herself in being like, but I need you to respond a very specific way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like, tell me, tell me, tell me. There's a controlling aspect to this apology where she's like, I need something from you still. Like, I'm doing this because I need something. And I think that is a really honest and vulnerable space to be, too. We're like, sure, the most mature thing is to just be like, you know, we talk we talk a lot about about in our society now the proper way to apologize and how you can't apologize with you know, your butt lined up. Like you can't be like, oh yes, I'm sorry, but it was actually your fault. But actually, can you do this for me? But are you going to try this? And like, I understand that, but I think this is a very human thing where it's like, okay, I did this thing that was hard for me. Like now I need you to validate me. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I I totally appreciate that. I need you to tell me that this fight wasn't my fault when I apologize. Yeah. It's not your fault. Like it's okay. (laughs) Yes. That like, serotonin okay. hit yeah. right there. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's all my bad. And then they're like, no, it's not. And you're like, good. We agree. <laughs> you're like, that's why I'm it's keeping not you my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything really makes up like, tell me you're still mine. We're just fine. But the whole like, it's not my fault. I don't think Lance would do that. Lance would be like, <laughs> yeah, you blew it out of proportion. But I, I still love you. <laughs> yeah. But she kind of catches herself because she says, Ah, I need to say and then she goes into the chorus again where she's like okay it's all me it was in my head I'm the one who burned us down but it's not what I meant so sorry that I hurt you I don't want to do I don't want to do this to you I don't want to lose I don't want to lose this with you I need to say hey it's all me just don't go meet me in the afterglow wraps up perfectly yeah there you go that's the song (laughs) I have a really hard time with this song when it comes to the Easter egg or mm. the tailor of it all. Cause I'm like looking at it and I'm like, Oh, I don't know what the Easter egg is. I don't know what my favorite lyric in this song is. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. You decide. put me, I know you put me on the spot. And I'm just kinda, <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, I don't know which one, what would be my, my favorite line of this like it's just it's hard for me to say um i will say you know like i said at the beginning it's not a favorite song um but i do feel like there are some true taylor swift um standards on here where you can see her voice and i think while i personally like this song the, the image of the sirens and the island. Um, mm-hmm. I think the most Taylor Swift lyric is the, um, uh, where'd it go? Uh, fighting with a true love is boxing with no gloves. I think like that's space. like, yeah. That's where it puts me. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's like this, you know, and I don't mean this insultingly, but like this fake deep like idea where it's like, this aha moment where it's like, this is such Mm -hmm. a simple image and it's a really straightforward picture, but I think there's layers to it that make it more and more interesting to consider. And I think that's where she really has her strength is in that like moment Mm -hmm. where, you know, something is so obvious, like, Oh, I have a blank space and I'll write your name, Uh but it's like, Oh, then you go into the layers of it and you're like, wow, this is interesting considering X, Y, and Z and like all this. And like, it is like, more painful to it's like oh boxing with no gloves that's like that's a street fight that hurts that's like bad for everyone but then you're like oh well I think she's also saying that like it's not only you attacking someone with no reason and no ring it's going to hurt you like you will not Mm -hmm. get out of that unscathed yourself Mm -hmm. and um so that's mine yeah 
I like that one. If I'm thinking like personally, because a lot of like Taylor Swift's lyrics speak to me, and I think that's how yeah. like Taylor Swift is with a lot of us. And I think I told I told you at the beginning, like I sent this to Lance, and it's the first one. I blew things out of proportion. Now you're blue. Put you in jail <laughs> for something you didn't do. I can really relate to that, and I think maybe that's the Taylor of it all for me because of how relatable it is, and that's what Taylor Swift does throughout so much of her career is relate to her fans, and that's where I'm like, I put Lance in jail all the time. For <laughs> he didn't do, and I put the blame on him. Uh, yes. Yeah. I had no reason to attack, but I did. Yeah, classic. I guess, I guess that's what it would be. Um, um, do you have an Do you have an Easter egg? Yes, I forgot okay. to write it in my notes. It's in my phone, so let me pull it out. Tell me the Easter egg because I'm just like, oh, what would this Easter egg um, mean for me? Well, I just think it's interesting the parallels. I guess I don't know if it was intentional, um, but I, I mean, even with the line you said, I think a lot of the um, ready for it and the all of the images sort of line up where it's like, you know, the island breeze. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. down low. Um, and like, touch me and you'll never be alone. And um, then she says, you can be, you can be my jailer, Burton to this tailor. Every lover known in comparison is a failure. And just mm-hmm. sort of this idea of stealing hearts and running off and never saying sorry. And I think you see a lot of these images like, turned where in in reputation and ready for it she is kind of playing into this idea the reputation of her and the persona people had of her and here she's like yeah people say this about me but actually behind the scenes it's like oh I I'm the jailer like I trapped him I I put his hands behind Mm -hmm. his back he had nowhere to go I'm Mm -hmm. I'm this island that I'm not very inviting to I'm the chemist I'm blowing things up like I think she flips the ready for it narrative and sort of shows like oh, she's on this island, it's breezy, the lights are down low, she's having a good time. But then this is the more mature, like, well, we got in this fight and it's kind of like, it was my bad and like, I'm trying to apologize and then uh, maybe we'll have sex later. (laughs) In the afterglow, maybe. But we're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to hint at it. It's no stay, stay, stay. Definitely. Definitely ready for it. It's closer than that stay, stay, stay. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, are you going to give it a grade? Maybe it be by this because yeah. it's just so simplistic. I like the song when it comes on. I don't skip it, but I don't play it over again. Like you said, there's a lot of those metaphors that really don't make sense. And we don't know what afterglow is. We <laughs> I think know. we know, but it's like, well, what does. <laughs> hey, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, am I right? Is she right? I don't know. What about you? Yeah. I gave it a C, which feels a harsh, yeah. but I just think it. It was a half finished piece of art. Mm-hmm. I really love the production. Yeah. But I just wish there'd been a little bit more meat to it. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. Is it making the set list? For Lover, it probably would have. Maybe like a mashup, maybe with uh ready for it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I mean, uh is it making the set list for future tours? No. Yeah, I don't even know if this would make it. Lover was too big. I think I think this does feel like a filler and I don't think it would make the set list. Yeah. A lot of people love it and I don't judge people for loving the song because I too enjoy it. Like, but I think just when you start to compare it to other Taylor Swift tracks, especially on lover, you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. So no tour. It it would take a spot of a really great, another great song that could have taken 
like made us yeah. dance or made us cry or you know, made yeah. us feel. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, I don't have any like conspiracy or anything to really like dive deep into. I think it's been a pretty chill week. I think we yeah. talked about everything we needed to at the beginning of the hour. <laughs> yeah, um, we were all over the place. We were. I I love it. I love it. I like how sometimes we're just random. People <laughs> deal with it. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I think we're gonna release an episode every week up until when I'm gone for those two weeks, and then we'll go from there. And then I think in November that will that will take us into November, which will hopefully time will fly when we get red. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. But until then, you can probably, you know, find our social medias. You know, we have, we're on Instagram at Swiftish Podcast. And then we're over on Twitter where, you know, Taylor and Shelby are making us laugh all the time. And I think that's (laughs) SwiftishPod13. And then you can email us, SwiftishPodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Patreon. We are so thankful for people who support us. Um, it's it's the best. I love seeing people also on um, random Facebook groups talk about how they like us when people are with, <laughs> yeah. you know, Taylor's with podcasts. That makes my heart glow. So like, <laughs> all of your support, whether you're listening, whether you're a Patreon or not, it is – we see you. We see you. We do. <laughs> but until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, meet us in the afterglow I think <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I don't know what that means my, she's on my freebie list so I guess it's okay <laughs> <laughs>